need warp now! Maximum warp me! Shut up and listen to Shax! Give me option! I say we eject the warp core! You need to sit, cross your leg over the back of it, and slam down! Command that chair! <gasps> Yes, that's right. Star Trek Lower Decks Season 3, Episode 10, The Stars at Night, has uh, been released here on this Thursday, October 27, 2022. But we're just getting started here on our review on Live Long and Podcast, um, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. You might be listening to the audio version. I'm Dave Mater, and we got a great panel to break this episode down tonight. I got uh, uh, Davin Skellhorn with me tonight. How are you doing, Davin? I feel like He's we've just done this. We just did this. We just we're coming off of our uh, Star Trek Prodigy podcast at seven thirty tonight. So we are doing it was they both came out today, both episodes, and so we're doing them both. Uh, Chris is coming in fresh. Chris Murphy, the world mind. How's it, how's it going? Coming in for D shift. You know, seems like you guys are pretty haggard here. No, yeah, we might say, hey, we wait you to support us, uh, beta shift, uh, you know, because we were on the early <laughs> shift with Je Jessica Chan, and Jessica Chan got to, you know, she's not here for this one. She hasn't. Seen she was doing episode. great though. Um, got yeah, yeah, we, it was a fun podcast, but uh, yeah, and Davin, you're an hour ahead of us uh, here from our Eastern time zone, so it's even later for you, ten o'clock. So we will try to keep this episode and review concise tonight and tight. Uh, as much as possible uh, for for uh, for that sake, but you know, guys, let's talk about this episode in itself and this finale of season three. I really loved it. Uh, I thought it was yeah. um, uh, everything you could ever want. I thought, if anything, I, my one little quibble is probably that like the Mariner uh, forgiveness on for Freeman was a little bit too quick and unearned uh, almost. But I, then it was, yeah. I also have a nitpick, but maybe well, I'll just save that for when it comes up. Yeah, I, I have a, I have one tiny little nitpick, but like I really was a big fan of the show or the episode. I thought it was a uh, a perfect uh, warp core ejection on the season, if you will. Yeah. Uh, oh, and of course the uh, the spoilers, of course, for the rest of this, and we're going to be talking about the whole episode and breaking it down here for the next little bit. Um, the 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 teaser at the end with Badgie, the return of Badgie. I'm not happy about the return of Badgie in particular, and I'm just going to say it up here front. Uh, must my disclaimer, not my favorite character. I was kind of, um, when I saw that flicker in uh, the uh, the Birdman episode, I was like, I, they're going to bring Badgie back. I could feel it, and it was it, it, it came true here. Um, it's but, unfortunate. Yeah. Do they think people like Badgie? Do people like Badgie? Badgie's terrible. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, wasn't I was hoping that storyline had gone it, of, of the AIs? I was not, you know, going for that one. Let's talk about this episode. Badgie at the end. Uh, there's probably some um, some good things before that, but okay, I'm gonna take that a little bit down. So, guys, we had uh, the Cerritos um, in in uh, being damaged here uh, after the battle uh, with the um, Breen in the previous episode. We get the uh, captain's log from Captain Freeman. Uh, I thought it was uh, I thought it was a log from Blondie there. Ransom. Yeah. Oh, it was the first. You're right. It was the first officer's yeah. log. Uh, it was yeah, and they're at the Douglas Station. Yeah. You're right. I'm sorry about that. Um, because Captain Freeman is at Starfleet Academy. Uh, you know, uh, still like going like, hey, Project Swing By was a big failure. Uh, you know, um. 
you're, you know, you said that you were, you have an unprofessional crew and culture and that's why you're, you're, you're not prepared for it to be out there. You're like, basically they don't think that everybody in the California class seems like that they're like a second class, a kind of Starfleet, you know, uh, compared to the rest of Starfleet. Do you feel mm -hmm. that? Well, they're, they're trying they're, to they're that ancillary program. Yeah, they're, 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 they got the auxiliary. It's like the, it's not even like the true. It's like not even the true. It's like the the volunteers or something like there's the reserves. They're like the cleanup crew. They're the cleanup. The National crew? Guard of Starfleet. The, the National Guard or like the state uh, militia. Like uh, <laughs> yeah, but he's going on about his Texas class, replacing them with automated drones, and then you know, like she's like, well, it was all about. Um, uh, you know, going with man, people and missions and like the admirals, like, it doesn't matter. Like we have plenty of ships out there that can, um, uh, you know, be manned. We already have lots of, it doesn't matter if we replace you. It doesn't really matter. That's not going to affect things. And like, Carol Freeman's kind of crushed guys. That's the, the teaser for this episode. Um, well, yeah, they're, they want to, they want to be like, you know, uh, you, you, you don't ship up then we're going to ship out and totally just close the entire California class. It's funny though, yeah. the meta text of this episode is the rivalry between California and Texas. <laughs> it is kind of like, a, like an interesting joke that they put into this. So, like, yeah, and the villain will be the Texas class. Yeah. And it'll be automated. It will be automated drones, evil AI ships, right? Really, yeah. <laughs> uh, controlled by this uh, Buen Amigo. He doesn't end up being the good, good buddy. buddy, my ass. Yeah, I know. He's the Good villain. buddy, my ass. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, he's a badmiral. He was a badmiral. We called that pretty early. But I funny how like they have the badmiral discussion later. She's like, are you really one of those badmirals? He's just like, yeah, I, I really am. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. I totally am. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I totally am. <laughs> but like, he offered very competitive, her. He, off he says. Like, he you don't do something as an admiral. Side gig. Yeah, <laughs> you just hit a brick wall. He's like, you get a hammer and nothing. Nobody cares. You got to do something big. <laughs> right. But like, like uh, Rutherford was really into um, uh, this, um, like the design of the Texas class, basically. You know, and they were kind of like thinking about what it's, happened with. It's Mariner. almost like it's almost like he designed it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, look at this. Like these Texas class ships are amazing. Rutherford, stop being impressed with the thing that's stealing our jobs. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's just like going on about it. And then he starts uh, like Boimler doing the impressions. Dr. Sa'ana's probably like, holy shit, I'm a doctor, not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and the ransom impression's good. Ooh, 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 the ransom. <sighs> if I can't have my private gym, I might move back to Barcelona. <laughs> Barcelona. Barcelona. And then the Shaq's impression. Hey, baby bear. The only thing I'll miss is being able to eject the warp core. And I talk about profits even more than a Ferengi. Is that what I sound like to you? Who said Shaq's? said Shaq's? He's a sensitive guy. I came here so you'd fix my phaser. I wanted you to fix my phaser. <laughs> and he's like, I was stupid. And then he's like, cried. Rose away. Yeah, I can't have a commanding right. officer mad at me before we get fired. <laughs> I know, yeah, but, uh, but Rutherford's not really concerned with this. You know, he's like got other things on his mind. Uh, they're thinking about Mariner too, right? And Mariner's having a blast uh, going through the caves with these Ferengi coming after them. Some great. This was some really nice uh, looking stuff uh, with the animation. 
Uh, yeah, it looks like Jungle Hunt from for Atari. <laughs> Swinging across the vines. Yeah. And uh, good to you go know, with the Ferengi. Human! You're a dirty human. Curse Starfleet! Human! Yeah. <laughs> this is really great. Uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> Just like the fact that they got all this like adventure in the episode. The episode's only like 26 minutes long. And there's a ton that happens. It's This episode like plays like a movie. It felt really. long. Dude, yeah. it could have been. It, really did. I it was could have been a movie. Too. It really, if there, there's there's definitely like an act structure. There's a lot that happens. There's all this these characters and storylines interweaving. She beams out of there and then like goes up there with Petra Aberdeen or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, Petra Aberdeen. Petra. I like how they have the conversation now with the money. She's like, so we're like donating all this stuff to museums, right? So like, where's the money coming from? And she's like, oh, you know, let me worry about that. Let me worry about the money. <laughs> I got a shady benefactor fueling this whole project. Don't you worry. This mocks her for being Starfleet. She's just like, look at you pretending like you know anything about money. Money. You know, like, <laughs> that was the best line. Point <laughs> like, like, what's a bonk? It's a bonk. He doesn't even know what a bonk. Yeah, what's a bonk? <laughs> uh, more, more uh, admirals meetings. So, guys, are are all admirals bad? Is, is this what we have to take away from? This episode it seemed like a round table of bad rolls. We we launched a class L probe to discover the answer to that very thing. And what was the what, what was to tune the into the class L probe? Yes, yeah, basically because there's no basically we tried to come up with reasons or or ways to stop it from happening, and we figured term limits might be the best. <clears throat> like some yeah. of these admirals just been sitting around for so long, they just kind of nothing else their, to do evil machinations working and stuff but if you've only got like four years five years whatever it is to be an admiral then you know you don't have time to go bad to break bad it's very competitive right starfleet is so competitive once you're an admiral you hit a wall i've been trying for years to make a name for myself wait that means yes yes i set you up yes yes i set you up. yes yes i set you up um, so, so Dave, I got to ask you, being the uh, resident uh, fabric aficionado, what did yes. you think of Buenos Amigos uh, uh, uniform design? Sorry, I just completely phased out. I, I think it was too. <laughs> I think it was too, uh, too um, decorative. I thought too it many, was over. The, it was too much. Too many epaulets. Uh, too many epaulets. Too many ah, wait till you see the uniform. It has four epaulets. Four epaulets. Too many. <laughs> this, this is way too many. Yeah. This is this doesn't need any of these. So it's like two, two too many or one too many. It's like wings. It's, no. it's one too many. Yeah. It's one. It's one too many. So three epaulets would be is the, the the ideal number here. No, no zero. Zero is the ideal amount. No epaulets. No epaulets. The fleet captain wouldn't wear this. This is a ridiculous uniform for a fleet captain to wear. He doesn't have know anything about uniform designs. One amigo is not a good uniform designer. I'm going on the record. Not a great so, uh, well, conspiracy designer it's either. Quite all right, Freeman's. You know, like you know what? Let's have ourselves a relay race with a planets. second deck race. You know, I thought that was uh, genius. I love this whole. Race. I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, like Freeman looked really good in this scene. Really, I thought like she's she comes across pretty smart. You know, and she, uh, this whole like thing with with Ransom. Second contact race. What even is 
that? Yeah, I made it up on the spot. A multi-planet <laughs> mission timed and judged. You know, we're going to have to, like, we're going to have to go and, like, set up more second contact, like, stuff and just, like, beam down equipment and supplies and go, here you go, here you go. That's basically all they do is go around to planets and drop off supplies. Here's a power plant. Here's a power plant. Have a good day. Right. Yeah, see, I, I, love... I actually have two nitpicks for this episode, actually. Like, for, if they're, like, trying to prove that the Texas class is better because it can basically prefabricate power plants and just beam them down rather than having to build it on the planet like the Cerritos has to do. Couldn't they just give that capability to the California class? And then you have the best yeah, of both exactly. worlds. But that's one nitpick, but I have a bigger one. What's, what is it? Well, I mean, I guess, I guess to, to be fair, uh, they probably don't know about this technology as it's super secret a part of the Texas class and the whole thing's being unveiled as a reason yeah thing. so yeah. it's like hey listen yeah. we've implemented new uh factory building fucking re uh replicators so check this out you can do that on a ship without people but if we put people we ain't got room for that technology well, i mean that's just then it just unravels but you know yeah uh i love billups here going on his little hustle let's get going guys you know. Let's see some yeah, hustle, people. We're doing galaxy class engineering today. Do you hear me, Mr. Rutherford? Oh, sorry, sir. Phillips is me, funny, and we don't get enough of him. I liked all his stuff. He was screaming. Yeah, <laughs> we should get way more. Billups, Bring me the, you know? the the thing that looks like the other thing. It was just like, I, yeah, I, I like how he says he wants the uh, data level work. I want to see Commander data level work, people. Those isolinear chips better be a blur. <laughs> <laughs> Tiana was just better like, be a blur. Yeah, she just whips people. She said she she said she didn't spend four years on a no birth class ship to get knocked down to a station position. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her line during this scene. It was funny. Yeah. I didn't no, spend no seven birth. years on a goddamn old birth to get knocked down to station position. Right. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Tiana's worried about her uh, her career as a science officer, but don't be a cantaloupe. That's cantaloupe talk. I want you to be a cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. A, a cantaloupe. Are you a, a cantaloupe? cantaloupe? Loves his food references. Loves the consistency. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Sam Higdon in the live chat. Thanks. Uh, what up, Sam? Uh, yeah. Super and then, fan Sam. T you know, Tiana coming through here was uh, was was amazing. Uh, you know, Brad, what are you doing here? Get the f out of my sick bay! Yeah. Oh, and this okay. This thing with ransom was amazing. <laughs> you need to sit, cross your leg over the back of it, and slam down. Command that chair. Command that chair. This is what the whole command division does in their meetings. It's like this is how you sit on a chair. <laughs> One leg over, slam down. Slam down. Command that chair. chair. But, uh, uh, the whole thing here with Shax, where he tries to apologize to him. He's like, you think all Bajorans are the same? And then he's actually, you know, sad here. Uh, mm. and, you know. <laughs> the big soft teddy bear. He sure yeah. is. Papa Bear. Right. Okay. The race begins, guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they're, they're going here. Freeman says, well, see you on this side, Liz. And then um, he gives, you know, the AI uh, on the, what's it called? The Alito? It, ha it has the same voice as Buen Amigo, too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind uh, of like, 
Going along here, we got Admiral Wong watching along, and then you know, of course, we got what me? What me? Uh, he just does like the light cigar thing, and he like waits a while and lets them get a head start to make things interesting. Then they meet up with these Gal Galadorians, setting up the different things. Stat, 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 going along, but then they just beam down like. Fully things. Oh yeah, and the whole code thing. They're seeing that the code of the uh, Lido is is something that uh, Rutherford is now suspicious to. He'll eventually figure out that this is uh, was Buen Amigo. His code. Then you know the heat that Buen Amigo is the guy that stole his life, basically. Which called called that way early. Like it's definitely this guy. Yeah, we were calling it here on Live Longer Podcast. You can go back and watch the record. It's live stream. Yeah, we got receipts. Documented. We got receipts. You can check we them out. receipts. Check them out. Yeah. Okay. So then uh, beaming out here, the, you know, the Cerritos was going on their next uh, thing now. I need warp now. Going along here. They were going on the race. and All the admirals are watching in this dark room, which was interesting. They <laughs> so, you know, so was, bored and unimpressed. Yeah. L358. LT358. Yeah. Just beaming down stuff. Here, you got the stuff coming down. Oh, yeah. And the whole thing with Tendi, like, thought the microbial scan, there could be life. And then the Alito came down and just dropped off. Drops it. Yeah. What is that, by the way? Is that another type of power station? Like, I don't know. I thought this planet was barren. Why are they beaming in? Yeah. Isn't this just supposed to be like a relay beacon or something? Um, It must be like, yeah, just communication. It does have a tower. Makes sense. Yeah, but like they have to detect if it's uh, got any uh, life. But the Alito gets now the, the head start, and then uh, Tiana does the scan and goes, "Nope, there's nothing going on here." And uh, you know, she's like, "Well, I, I can't believe I, you know, it didn't." She, Tiana's like, "Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like these tricorders can't tell anything with this, uh, this interference." Anyway, so they go on their next warp, and uh, they go to Oak America Nine. One of those planets that phases in and out, guys. Which are, did you guys oh, yeah, like this? Ones. Well, uh, I, did, I liked it better than the DS9 episode it was making fun of. <laughs> True. I don't know if I loved this bit, but it was okay. It was like the, the between this like husband and wife on the planet that phases in and out. I want to see the ship. They're gonna be in orbit, and they're gonna be a dot. <laughs> yeah, and their whole mission was just like, yeah, we'll drop stuff off every like. What do they? This, this planet only emerges once every year, or something like that. So they bring them supplies. Yeah, and then they so they seemingly lose the race here. This means the whole entire California class will be decommissioned, and uh, and and Boy <laughs> is doing his. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're genuine Cubans. Uh, the, the whole crew is sad, and then she's like, "Well, uh, Tandy brings up the point. Like, why didn't the um, the Alito uh, do like stop to scan for life form if that was the right thing to do, right? Because they all said that she did the right thing, and then that's when uh, Freeman, uh -huh. you know, figures it out. I thought that uh, exact thing while it was happening too. It just pulls away. I'm like, well, it lost because it didn't. Yeah, yeah, it just just completely overlooked the prime directive. Yeah." Yeah, and then she calls. Uh, she calls up the admiral to tell him this, and you know, and she's like, you know, you you know, you, you didn't scan for it. I'm gonna fight this. 
Uh, and this is when then uh, the whole flashback with Rutherford, which I thought really like was really kind of cool. But, you know, even though I, we all I knew, I think we all kind of knew this was coming, that uh, it was going to end up being him. And this was just confirming it as the code comes in. And then Rutherford gets like, you know, sh showing off that and getting this flashback kind of tying into the episode reflection, especially tying into the episode reflections. We get this younger version of him. And we see um, him as a as a as like a young lieutenant commander in the command division, mm -hmm. in like circa no next generation. Those temples, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, hang on. Okay, now this implies that this moment happened like years ago. Okay, I recently just watched the first episode like yesterday. Or the day before. Either way, recently just watched it. And they make a reference to Rutherford's implant and how he got it, like, a, a week or two before the very first episode. Yep. So maybe he could be referring to he's gotten a new implant that he's getting used to, but it seems like he, like he got that because of this explosion. But that wasn't so... that part of the brainwashing? Oh, maybe. Like he didn't really know who he was. Because, he, he, like, and the original him is kind of gone. Yeah. He's kind of this new... Yeah. He sacrificed himself. Yeah. That was what the whole episode was kind of really about. But, yeah, like, it was... In, like, uh, but how how long has he been in Starfleet, Rutherford? Like, 10 years? Because this would have been during, like... The, the, this would have been during, like, the 60s or the early 70s. Um, and so, uh, anyway, Rutherford... Maybe he's older he than we think he is. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, bringing this up, she, he, you know, he confronts Buen Amigo here, and you know, with the code, and like that's where he gets like um, the Alito to go after. This is where he's like, yeah, you, you know how hard it is to to get to the top. Starfleet is so competitive. Once you're an admiral, you hit a wall. I've been trying for years to make a name for myself. Wait, that means yes, yes, I said to him. Yes, yes. I, I should have killed you, Rutherford. Um, anyway, and so he decides, I'm just going to tell them that you went crazy and I'm going to get this uh, computer to kill it. So he, he gives up. I uh, loved this moment so much. Like when he gives Alito the control and it goes from yeah. like under his control to like having uh, no control. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to burn your heart out, Father. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, why does the uh, all the AIs immediately turn on everybody? Because yeah. they're damn dirty machines. Yeah, this was the end sure. of Win Amigo. Uh, as he gets uh, such a wicked end, dude. He just gets <laughs> obliterated. They're like, oh, he's gonna be this big bet wiped out. Yeah, and yeah. then chaos ensues. It's delicious. Like the whole scene here is delicious. Yeah, everyone's just stunned. I was like, everyone's like, uh oh. oh now what? And now it just starts attacking uh, Earth Space Dock control. And like, uh, it's taking out all of its defenses and destroying that. It's activating these other Alito or Texas class ships, the Dallas and the Corpus Christi. Um, and this battle gets going uh, around the Earth Space Dock. No, I mean, okay, so, like, slight oversight on their part that these, like, three warships are able to basically demolish this whole space station. 
Like, I would, you would think the space station would have epic levels of defense. Well, they're making these Texas class out to be pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah, and they seem pretty powerful. As the, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people are getting uh, are dying here. Uh, we get we get cut over. Oh, uh, you know, after the into the battle here over here with uh, Mariner and uh, Petra, you know, and they're doing the thing. And she was gonna go sell the artifact. I think they're at Free Cloud or something like that. And then she starts like looking through her files, and she gets all mad at her for looking through the files, and they get suspicious. And then she finds out that Admiral Picard is the benefactor. Do you guys like this? <laughs> I thought it was good. I thought it was a good twist. She's like, oh, I thought it was going to be like somebody shady or something. It's like, wait, you you wanted this to be bad? She's like, yeah, because deep down I wanted a reason to go back to Starfleet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she's well, in fact she... doing work for Starfleet. Or Yeah, she was like, this is not, this has been like a, a, an adventure yeah. for her, but she doesn't, you know, she's like, she's kind of over the whole fight. And getting transferred to Starbase Eighty, and she, I go, but she still technically was was tra- was that was her posting, so they'd have to get her back into Starfleet. Anyway, then they she shows her that the attack is ha- the Texas class ships attacking the Starbase on the uh, FNN, and so it's all over the feeds, and so Baron is compelled to join the fight and get mm-hmm. going here, and um, and Petra even like you know pulls the phaser on her on her at one point here, and ultimately. She's like, well, hey, you know, you served on the on the ships. You're you're Starfleet. We have to try to help, you know. And she's like, well, you're gonna get us killed. And she gives give it in, and they get going here. Uh, and this battle continues, which was they were tearing into the space station. People are dying uh, left and right. This other ship shows up. What ship was this? Uh, the U- USS Van Otters, NCC seven two five zero four. It looks like a sovereign class ship. It was a. Uh, it was trying its best here to uh get taken some... down quickly by the Texas class. Actually, yeah, quite a bit. Like here they, they really tear into the side of Tull here. Yeah, the they last. just like peel through the shells like here's your weak spot. And then they just And then they had this torpedo that they fired that was purple that would come out and then it would like break apart and cluster yeah. and like uh, uh and smash into scatter shot pieces. torpedo. It was like, like a shotgun. Cluster quantum torpedoes. Is pretty you know they're going to put that in Star Trek Online. That's going to come out pretty soon. <laughs> you going to get yourself a Texas class ship? Am I going to Or just to get that console? Like if that's like, if I can get that kind of like, um, <laughs> like torpedo launcher for sure. Um, this ship's, well, like, because there's no crew on a Texas class ship, right? Like, so what's the point? Um, you know, and then they're, you know, negotiating. We have the man who designed your AI. And he's, you know, yeah, he can shut you down. You down. It's like, what? Oh, yeah, no, I can shut you down. You better stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they kind of stop here for a minute, but then they're like, this is what they lure away. So they like chase us, right? So they just stop attacking the Starbase. It was kind of the this plan is, here. Just, this is the like, class. It's just so good. I love yeah. how they do this. Like, you see how like the ships change colors because they're like going through warp and shooting at them, but like, just like the yeah. highlights of them are like red, green, yellow, blue, red, green. Yellow. Mm. It's like so good. Yeah, no, it's 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 really it's awesome looking here in this animation, um, and uh, yeah, this this whole chase sequence here, and they're like, what do we do? You know, there's all um, you know we, they get a little bit more speed here, and they're able to get away for a little bit. He doesn't quite say I'm giving her all she's got, but he says like a paraphrase yeah. of that is like yeah, he's definitely the Scotty line. 
Oh no, yeah, I don't think I don't think it can take the strain. Take yeah, the strain of it, Captain. Uh, you can see that. You can see like it's it's pushing. Yeah, the no, he's. Oh yeah, he's like he's like I'm I'm uh, I'm giving her like full power, but I don't think the trusses can take the strain. So I think he's re referring to the like the legs of the Cerritos, you know? Yeah. Uh, and like this, yeah. I like the the. We need suggestions, right? Like, uh, this is the 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 best part here. Give me options. I say we eject the war core. <laughs> yeah. I say we eject the war core. He always <laughs> says that. He always says that, right? But then, like, they're all going here, and uh, uh, you know, boy, shut up and listen to shacks. Yeah, shut up and listen to shacks. Officer Boyle. Yeah. You can't just yell at us. He's like, he's got the point here, you know? And then he's like, what were you saying? Go here. And like, why don't you use it as a bomb? He's like, yes. Mr. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love the way he said it the second time. He's like, say it again, Shaq. He's like, why don't we eject the warp core? Yeah. He always says that. Wait, that's a great idea. Mr. Shax, make it so. Really, Captain? And he Rudy run to the engineering. <laughs> Just the whole Rudy run to engineering. Yeah. Oh, this this next, this shacks. next this next this next clip is long. But... Thank you, thank you so much. I've dreamed of doing this for so long. <laughs> I love that. I love that they both get to do it. Wow. Okay, so this was this was my nitpick scene was here. Like all of this leads up to like, you know, they they pile out, the warp core goes flying in, it cracks it and it destroys the the two ships here. But it's this explosion that like I think it's like cut because of commercial reasons. Because I was watching it on Crave streaming, and it's like, they collide, there's a big explosion, and then it's like quick cut almost right to that ship. Like, there's no, it's like, yeah. you don't get the full explosion, it's just like, and then it's just like cut before the explosion actually peaks, and you get to see what happens. And right. that, that, that cut stuck out to me. Like, I, as an editor, that just did not gel with me. I was like, that needed at least three to five more seconds of breathing room and then cut to your commercial and come back. But I don't know if that played differently on TV or in anyone else's format when they watched it. But what I watched was like, like it was quick. So that was my only nitpick well, so. on this episode. Um, I had the same experience as you. Davin, did you have any thoughts on this whole thing here with the... Uh, I no, no, my nitpick's coming up. Okay, so then they wake up here, like Captain Freeman. Everyone's pretty much okay. Like they're, you know, they've destroyed two of the three ships with the Alito status unknown, um, and then it shows up here to finish the job. It attacks. And, Such a uh, cool shot. <laughs> you know, it's going on. It's it's uh, really tearing into the Cerritos here, pretty pretty poor, badly, and one of its purple cluster blowing up torpedoes comes at it. Um, which you know does 
quite a bit of damage here. Smashes up the Cerritos quite a bit. Like, look at the whole the nacelle of the whole left. Yeah, whole left nacelle. The, 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 the Cerritos has been hammered, guys. Hammered. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, but this is when Mariner the shows the up. Well, yeah, they were call. They were gonna call abandoned ship, and Mariner comes in, and she's like, "Belay that order." Wait, do they say delay or belay? Is it delay or belay? It always sounds belay. like belay to belay. me. Belay. Belay. Why belay? Wouldn't delay make more sense? Belay is a military term. Belay, belay that order. Okay, okay, but then they. they I brought my friends, you know. That's why I called all of them. All of what? It's the Alhambra, the San Diego, San Clemente, the Sherman Oaks, the Vacaville, Burbank, Fresno, Santa Monica, San Jose, Sacramento, Culver City, Anaheim, Riverside, Vallejo, West Covina, Pacific Coast, Reading, Eureka, Mount Shasta. It's all of them, Captain. Okay, only so Jack Quaid. I may have could deliver that. Shed a tear at this scene, but this scene is also my nitpick because it makes no sense. Zero. <laughs> Why they would Just all the be there? California. Like, no. So, you have a ship in the California class, the Cerritos, being attacked, and they send out a, a general distress beacon. It, it, and everyone can see it, but only one ship shows up to help them in the battle for this general distress beacon being uh, broadcast from a captain on a ship. But yet Mariner, in no time at all, can somehow bring every California class to the fight. Like, it makes no sense. If they were able to come to the fight, they would have come to the fight when the fight was happening during the general distress call when the fan otters or whatever it was. Fair enough. Come, like, it makes no sense. Like, how... Yeah, how, I... How, I, how, I, I, I so does all these tallies group up wherever Mariner was? So they well, Maybe a couple other non-Cali ships like, would have made it a little bit, bit better, right? But... No uh, you know, a little bit I of a mean, mix. I uh, okay, so I, I I get why they're like, okay, so it's all the California classes show the California classes stick together. Yes, that's very like endearing, but yeah, it's it's true. They're, like the main space station outside of Earth is getting obliterated by three drone star fleets, and the closest thing is like a, a Titan S class. Maybe they and, were all being brought back to uh, Earth to be decommissioned because this was a, it, they were going to replace the entire class with the, the Texas class. So that's why they were all in the neighborhood. Point. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, it's all too soon all being for that to be in. the case. They would have been on their mission, but they wouldn't all arrive at the exact same time. Yeah, it makes that's, no sense. That's the part. It that's was the very convenient. Third act. Did you guys like seeing the very... different paint jobs? I did. Yeah, I do like the different. It was paint cool. Jobs. I did like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, like the fact that's that my like, nitpick. I mean, it took me out of it. It makes no sense. <laughs> but still, I shed a tear because it was just like all the ship. Whenever a whole bunch of ships fly in, warp in, I I shed a tear. But yeah, yeah. it was yeah. Nice. it was a nice moment. Um, and they come here to the res rescue, and uh, all like, the I'd rather it have just been like two of them, maybe like just the captain uh, standing, the, the one bearded captain doing the Morgan stance on his chair. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Um, and then there was like uh, this this crew, I forgot about them with all the alternate versions of what uh, are they from? Uh, I forget which ship they're on. But uh, they'll, they'll, they'll the, the shacks like... with the lipstick. 
It's just like they all have resemblances to the Cerritos crew, but they're not actually the, them. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like the attack here and the battle from all the uh, California class ships. They can't have all this, this California this action. Dope. This was dope. I like this. California scene. versus what like, Texas ship? Dope. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, even the blue ship. The blue. Uh, what, what was it? They're just like, they're like full, like full. Uh, fuck, what was the line they said before they fired? Like, Basically, let it unleash full fire delta release. I forget the term they use. Uh, fuck, now I sound like an idiot. But yeah, I like that. It was cool. They just let let all all the weapons loose, all the lasers, all the torpedoes just break that. I love how this down. one has like a dark top, and this one has like a light one on the bridge uh, section. Some really cool designs here in these like variations within this uh, California class that's that's present. I was a big fan of the gold one. Yeah, I mean, so that's cool. Them all working together, all firing their big uh, arc phasers. You know, destroying the Alito there. Boom, you know, and it's a big, uh, it's a big happy day. They they, uh, they pull it off here. All the crews are there. All the captains that we've met throughout the time, you know, who are still alive at least, are, uh, are backdrop. And uh, you know they're they're helping to rebuild our space dock while all the ships had to be brought back in. They get a new warp core back into um, the Cerritos, and the Cerritos is gonna be put back in. And then we see Gem- Jennifer; she sees Mariner, but Mariner doesn't talk to her, and we don't know Whatever what's going on with that guy. Whatever Jennifer. And then I uh, think that's that's a qu- squashed relationship. I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more of Mariner and uh, Indiana Jones lady. That becoming That's... still a thing? Yeah. It might be. Um... What do you We're want, right. Jennifer? Yeah. Anyway, so there's like the whole thing of like, hey, we're, you know, um, Mariner comes back and there's a reunion here with the gang. And oh, then... Fuck yeah, Rutherford's like, you still have that eyepiece? Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's really dark, and it gave it. It told my life and all these things, but I really like it. It's kind of cool, <laughs> you know. I so. just found this infrared setting. Yeah, why doesn't this guy have a skeleton back here, or is it only within a range? Maybe it's like yeah. only so is far. Range? Range? Yeah, but then there was like the thermal, and then it was different too. And then uh, the bird man shows up. Uh, okay. Okay. And, okay. Um, Davin. Okay, Talin is from yeah. uh, the episode Wedge um, Douge, which yep. was uh, from the second season of Lower Decks, which was a you know, favorite, and she was like wanted to leave that Vulcan ship and join Starfleet, so she's finally here to join the crew. And you know, we tonight on our Star Trek um, Prodigy podcast, we talked about the guy who had the two brevets on, right? So he yep. was Lieutenant Junior Grade and had uh, both the Starfleet and the Maquis style, we might call it, from Star Trek Voyager's uh, braid style. So we can see here she has the brevet, which is a provisional thing. So she's like, didn't go to Starfleet Academy, but she's being given sort of an officer status of sorts, uh, based or chief status maybe, based on, um, you know, coming over the Vulcans. Over the Vulcans. And she has like on-ship experience. She's not going to start as a cadet, per se. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I've been waiting for this moment for her comeback. Yeah, she comes back in here, uh, joins up with the crew. Uh, Tendi becomes her new friend. You can see like the <laughs> difference. Begrudgingly, you see the her difference shadow. in their in their in their rank style uh, on their collars. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. Right. 
My new study buddy. My new best friend. Jax comes over and uh, has a you know forgiveness here to uh, Boimler. Um, Welcome to the bear back. Yeah, he's, he's the new he's the new, he's the new baby bear. There's, there's two ba- there's two baby bears now, guys. They're not just one. Yeah. Uh, Freeman uh, ends up making up with her mom here at the end, which I thought was a little forced and a little bit too like fast. But it was kind. Of, she was like, I kind of deserved it because you've got reason to be suspicious of me. And she's like, and now she wants to like torture Ransom, which Captain Freeman's really happy with. She's like, yeah, tor- yeah, like just bug Ransom and like be his like buddy Shadow. here. Yeah, shadow. shadow yeah and like learn everything from him and he doesn't want it <laughs> no we get the speech here from this uh other captain here at the end what's her name captain uh oh i forget ramsey yeah ramsey yeah captain ramsey we see that okay remember this guy this bullying guy here in the front he was an ensign in like season one mm-hmm you know he uh he's captain durango i think or something like that um, yeah, Durango. Yeah, and he was on the he, and then he got his own crew, and then he had all bullying like uh, bridge crew, uh, basically. Anyway, so like this is kind of it's a really like nice like celebration end here. It's kind of a real uplifting ending, and then but you felt like there was more because like the time index showed it, and then we get this post credit scene, guys. Oh where... fuck, I didn't see this. Oh, that's what you didn't oh. understand my reference at the top. Then so the Cala system. And we see the implant that was ripped out of Rutherford's head at the end of season one, and then it's you know it's it's beamed up here, and we see that the image of Badgie appears in the um, with the Rutherford thing. I was wondering why you guys were going on about fucking Badgie, and I'm like, I don't remember Badgie being in this episode. There you go, revealed. Oh, Gavin, I did not see that. Part. Were, you, were you equally disappointed by this? That was terrible. yes. Uh, even if it's like the uh, Jeffrey Combs a- Agamus uh, picking him up, I, I'm not really necessary. I don't need the return of Badgie. Badgie was not a. a, a Agamus doesn't need Badgie. Agamus has peanut hamper, and together they are the best. Uh, peanut ham- Yeah, like we don't need. Ba- I, I get that they they want to like have all this super AI things, but Badgie's like whatever. Like Badgie, you should retire. It was. It didn't work. Uh, I don't even think I have a Badgie clip. Good. Uh, anyway, guys, let's. Let, let, we don't need no stinking badgy clips around here. We don't need that, uh, guys. Let's rate this episode. Um, what do we think of the stars at night? Um, let's bring it up. Our, overall, guys, without our ratings tonight, we're at eight point five for the season so far with all our votes, which uh, is you know pretty good uh, compared to um, what uh, you know the other seasons have had. Uh, we had an eight and a half for season two and 7.3 for season one which was a real more mixed season uh at the time so i'm going to rate um this episode i'll give this episode a nine and a half this was really good i like this a lot uh jamil's not here murphy uh i'm honestly i i think i'm going to give this one a 10 i was a big fan of this episode like it was really good it was there was a lot of sweet ass action um i like the, the some of the turns in the story especially regarding uh the you know the texas class ships and the the admiral and stuff like that uh i only had one little nitpick and i don't think that's enough to garnish any points off the show um I'd, so yeah 10 for me okay davin though talin would say logic is the beginning of wisdom not the end mm-hmm 
this episode defied a little too much logic for me, so it's going to lose a point for that. And it's also going to lose a point for Badgie. I don't want to see Badgie anymore. What a terrible <laughs> way to end the season. Like, it was a good ending to the season, despite ha- having, making no logical sense. But, no, I'll give it an 8. Okay, I think that's uh, fair. It was at a nine and a half as of a little while ago. IMDb, the stars at night. I don't know uh, why the what's the title in reference to? Did I miss something? The stars at night. I don't know. No idea. Meant. uh, Do we have any trivia for this episode yet? Uh, The title of this episode is from the opening lyrics of the American folk song "Deep in the Heart of Texas," which oh, okay, just Uh, a reference to the Texas class. Texas class, yeah. It's an interesting way yeah. to title the episode based on that. Okay, guys. Deep so an eight cut. point. So based on this season, season three, sitting at eight point six as of right now, as our average, we'll probably do a deep dive with the with more of the live long and podcast crew in the coming um, weeks or something like that. So we, that's what we did at the end of season one and two. We kind of got together and talked about the whole season as a whole, what we thought about the sort of the arc, and uh, and what we thought where we thought it was going. Um, so we'll probably do that again, but the, this episode sitting pretty high for the season, a 9.2, the only, uh, the, the reflections and here I'll trust nothing, which was the D space nine episode got really high reviews this season with us 9.8 respectively on average. After that, there was this episode and then probably, I guess it was, uh, the least dangerous game episode, uh, two, which we liked a lot too, which was the one with, um, Martok, the Martok video game. Um, so there was a there was some there was a real real funny moments this season. Um, I really enjoyed this. I'm kind of curious to see where this goes. Speaking of Star Trek Prodigy again, like having watched that tonight, and these two shows being so starkly different in tone, yet be, both being animated and both being like set within the same time frame in the Star Trek canon. Uh, within like two years of each other and having drastically different tones and sort of like vibes compared to like when like D Space Nine and Voyager and those shows were on and they would had more of a a symmetry I guess right there was more of a framework whereas nowadays this different Star Trek shows can be drastically different in tone and in uh, Mm -hmm. vibe which I guess is more common to like you know the MCU and these other like kind of connected universes um so i'm still getting used to that but knowing like i would like it, like they announced that uh star trek lower decks is gonna have this crossover next season with star trek discovery and i'm like well i would have crossed over no with with, uh, with strange new worlds strange new worlds sorry yeah star trek yeah. strange new worlds is gonna cross over with uh lower decks you know and so yeah, i'm down for that it's probably gonna be something similar to like deep space nine going back to the original series sort of well, apparently, yeah. it's just going to be live action versions of Mariner and Boimler. They just play themselves because they look like they're characters. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I bet you their characters are going to be sent back a la Deep Space Nine did with that original series, The Trouble with Tribbles or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But will yeah, uh, like Jack it. Quaid have purple hair when he goes on there? Yeah, definitely. He's done it before. I've yeah. seen him in purple hair. All right. Well. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll rate that at the time. We'll react to that. How that plays out. I, at the right right now, I'm kind of curious uh, more than anything to see how it will play out. But I can only speculate so much. Um, guys, what else on this season and this episode uh, have we missed? Uh, do you think that okay, question here from Trek Trav? Do you think season three is as good as the previous season? Well, um, our ratings would suggest it's better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Um, 
I think it is better. Uh, I, I don't think know. Season one was the weakest. Season one is the weakest. I think that the first episode is one of the weakest in the series. Really? That one in Badgie, and they're both in the first season. Right. Uh, looking at the ratings, yeah. Right, see, episode one, we gave a 5.9 collectively. Like, I, I gave it at the time a 7.9, but I think now if I were to watch it, I would probably lower that quite a bit. Um, <laughs> because it, 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 there was a lot, it was, it was, it, it came in a little too hot in the first episode. Um, and uh, it didn't, you know, it didn't really take its time, but you know, I understood kind of why they wanted to do that too because they were trying to appeal to a younger audience at the time. Uh, that was a few years ago, guys, when that aired, uh, back in 2020. Remember that? The, were those days, those no. ancient era days, yes, a few years ago. <laughs> um, okay, so is there anything else? I think we'll come back for the deep dive, but cool, really fun talking to you guys, uh, this season. I can't believe it's over already, but we're, we're, we're right. Davin and I are right on to Prodigy, we already were tonight. Um, and uh, you should also check out, we're going to be talking about Star Trek Discovery when that comes back. I'll be talking about that with Michael Chan, Adam Woodward. Uh, there's also going to be Star Trek Picard in the new, in the new year. Uh, we're going to see Worf's going to be back, and I'll be down for just that, um, you know, to regardless of how bad the season is. Half of Worf. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not happy with that. But we'll see. It's still Worf, you know. Hopefully they don't ruin it. Uh, you know, that's that's all I can hope. Uh, what else? Um, and, uh, you know, we have our all our different reviews. Star Trek Enterprise, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, plus a back catalog of the Star Trek movies and uh, Star Trek Original Series podcast. Of course, we also have Locuters. Oh, not there. Not that one. Uh, Locutors of uh, uh, Trek, uh, which put out a supplemental today, a Scottlemental, talk about the mirror universe and uh, different topics uh, within the scientific uh, realm of uh, we'll podcasting. We'll have a Trekle trunk coming up examining the return of Cisco, the emissary himself. You know, I was thinking too about this whole like Star Trek um, prodigy and the fact, like, not huge spoilers here, but you know, like Janeway and Chakotay being part of that series, you know, that has like a, a, a sequel effect to Voyager. And um, and that, you know, that D Space Nine really has not had anything ever. Um, it's you coming. Know, it's, it's coming. And I feel like Avery Brooks, not getting any younger. So if you're going to do it, like, uh, you know, you probably want to get Now's going. The time. Now's the time. Cisco is coming back to Star Trek as a god. God, we'll see. You know, Cisco was always a god. Um, well, yeah, he's a uh, baseball. Baseball. Guy. He's a god of baseball. Baseball guy. No, that's Bucko uh, guy. Hey, watch it. Yeah, well, that's my Jake Cisco. Sorry. E. 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 Uh, okay, so guys, uh, what else? Uh, I, uh, sorry, help me out here, guys. It's the second podcast of the night. X rated, we're uh, back on Tuesday. We got the Phoenix Dark Phoenix saga still going. Check that. X rated, the X rated animated review show. Yeah, yeah, we got, yeah, yeah, that's the one. And we got an episode of Hold Up on Saturday. Saturday, we're Saturday, covering Saturday, Saturday. werewolves on the movie podcast. Ow. The Wolfman, Ow. the graphic history covering... podcast. Check that out with Andre when it's, it yep, comes check back. That one out too. It'll be uh, back. Super Made Rose podcasting, uh, where we talk about Survivor and Big Brother and different reality TV shows. Check that out right now. We're doing Survivor 43 on Wednesdays, and um, there's also the Hellbound podcast. Michael Chan, Alex Blackburn. And of course... Um, Would you like to talk about fighting games? 
and Trivial Debates. <laughs> <laughs> with Jody Simpson hosting this Sunday with the Battle of the Blue Nosers, we got Chris Murphy, yes. Andre Mayette yep. of, the, of the Graphics Histories podcast, uh, as well as the X-Rated podcast. Uh, you know, we, we, we got a... Uh, uh, Everyone here is from at least two podcasts uh, within the Federation, so that's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a UFP podcast going down, trivial debate Chris, style. You, just, Chris is getting destroyed, he says. He's a team dab. No, no, I, uh, I'm afraid, Sam, you're going to be watching your great mentor, Davin, get crushed on sun, the Saturday, Sunday, whatever the hell it is. Either way, it's going to be going down here live on UFP little trivial debates and i've got some great answers to some excellent questions okay uh guys uh, while i have both of you here i'm just gonna mention i want to get like a sample of each of your scores um uh before uh the podcast so i can play a little bit you know uh, uh, so, so just send it to dave yeah. yeah so i can play it you know during your time uh like just 10 seconds of it um i'll play when you make your open your argument in the episode Okay, and that's Trivial Debates. Uh, we talked about everything else, I think. And so thanks for being with us here tonight uh, for the Stars at Night, the finale of Season 3. We hope you'll catch up with us again in Season 4. I'm excited to see what happens now. It's not for Badgie, mm -hmm. but everything else I'm pretty I'm pretty jazzed for. And uh, It's going to be so much Badgie, isn't there? Yeah. I and hope on, not. And on that, I think we'll, 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 we'll go out and uh, with, the, with the Warp Core once again. Live long and podcast. Uh, see you next time. Warp me! Mr. Shax, make it so! Really, Captain? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. oh, you got me, sir! Thank you so much! <laughs> You're all too